Welcome to another episode. Driving to the Res. With your favorite hosts. That would be us, Larry. And Dinelia. Yeah. Us. Yeah. Us. Are your favorite. Favorite hosts. Hosts on the planet. Right there. Right now, yes. Right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And forevermore. <laughs> <laughs> so. So. Today's a call to action. It is. We've been, um, we've been experimenting a little bit ahead of the call of action. We did. So we don't just call to action on just random stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. We tested it out first with a smaller group. Yep, to see if there was an effect that, you know... Was significant. Significant enough to yes. share. Yes. Yeah, because what we'd heard were some pretty extraordinary claims. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <clears throat> an extraordinary claim is fine... If it's something you can, you know, well, extraordinary claims are fine just all by themselves. Oh, it sells, yeah. But I like to test things anyways. Right. And yeah, before I recommend them. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you're going to recommend an extraordinary claim, then you want to make sure that that extraordinary claim has some validity. Yes, indeed. Yes. At, at least validity that you can mm-hmm. verify. Maybe not even just singularly. Right. So this episode and this newsletter basically is a call to action to test an experiment, to a global experiment. We have audience all over the world, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. And we'd like to do an experiment on this uh, thing that we came into awareness from all those locations at the same time. Right. And that's the other part. That's one of the things that makes it like blinking your attention. Part of our prime purpose, right? We've talked about prime purpose before, you know. Um, be your true frequency and have that it reflected back to you in experiences of that frequency, mm-hmm. right? And when we talk about true frequency, um, you know, most of us listening here, well, pretty much all are a high frequency, mm-hmm. light peoples. Yes. So when you're being your true frequency, it's it's pretty light. Mm-hmm. And when yes. you start having those experiences reflected back to you. That's a pretty nice, you know, place. Yes. Pretty nice experience. I Indeed. mean, we, we really like that. We do. And in this case, some of the things that get reflected back to you are ways to create the environment that you're supported in, too, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Which sometimes tends to be thought of as a passive place where it world molds to my whim, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> I like that yeah. idea. Trust me. Yeah. It's okay. I don't mind just sitting on the beach and let the sunshine be exactly the right temperature and the breeze from the ocean just the right amount of cool and the sun just the right amount of, you know, rays to give me just the right amount of bronze, of course, and just the right person bringing just the right coconutty, pineapple-y, banana smoothie (laughs) drink just at the right moment. Yes. I like those things, too. Don't get me wrong. Yes. But sometimes you have to, you know, pick the right spot on the beach. Yes. And the right day for that beach. Yes. And uh, you have to have that do- do- DoorDash thing that brings you pina colada, banana smoothies. When you push the button. And pina coladas alcoholic? N- no, I just need a banana smoothie with oh, pineapple okay. in it. All right. Yeah. So. Because I, mean, I don't, I don't suggest people think. Or want to drink alcohol as part of their idyllic environment because, yeah, I don't recommend alcohol for people. Uh, we've looked at it 
And we've seen it, perceived it, and experienced it, and it's not a good thing. We have tested it out. We have tested it out. One of those other tested it out. Yes. I guess what I was trying to get at, though, wasn't so much that you should order a pina colada with rum in it. I meant a banana smoothie with pineapple in it and coconut milk. You know, just a yummy thing. Yeah. But that you might not singularly be passive in the experience. You might actually be a part of the process (laughs) and orchestrating it to come out to be. And uh, you allow the the environment to come with you, but you Mm -hmm. connect with it too. Yes. Right. So you're not just a passive experiencer. You are also the creator, the co-creator. Okay. So let's talk about the and article you part, wrote. And be part of the orchestration for that beautiful day. Yeah, right? be part of the orchestration, exactly. Yeah. Let me read a little bit of the newsletter. Okay. Larry and I recently learned about something that a lot of people already knew about and have been doing for some time now. <laughs> Who knew? I know, not me. <laughs> and I've looked at a lot of stuff around <laughs> this topic. You've been, I know since the first day I ever saw you writing something... Yes. You wrote about this. Yes, I did, actually. It, back in God knows when, 2006 or seven or something, I wrote a book called Interview with an Alien. Yep. And in that book, it talked about chemtrails. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, this, let's continue with the newsletter. Okay. <laughs> Vaporizing or misting distilled white vinegar outside. Or actually, some people are using cleaning vinegar, which is a more less uh, diluted per- version. Yeah, you can They're use varieties. Great- it's acetic acid at a yes. 5 to 10% concentration. Yeah. That becomes vinegar. Uh, to neutralize chemtrail cra- clouds. Right, that's a pretty haze. extraordinary claim. I mean... Yeah. <clears throat> and it's... I don't know who put it together, but it's like... It's pretty extraordinary... If but, it worked. Yeah, we heard lots of people like swearing for, to, uh, for it. So we decided, you know, we're going to try it out. Right. And it was such an extraordinary claim. Yes. But the source of the claim was one that I trusted. Exactly. And so it's like, yes. well, if, if he's saying that it worked for yes. him and he forgot about it, now that he's reminded of it, it's like, of course. Of course. And he went and did it yeah. like crazy. Yes. He had been complaining about chemtrails. They were yes. <laughs> sprayed like bugs, is his words. Yeah. And so uh, it's like, why didn't I remember? Well, I did remember. He he, had, yeah. he has a community and yes. the community has a community memory and they yes. remembered for him. Exactly, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Well, well we heard it. We've heard of devices heard, and things like this before. We heard about the method in a podcast, then in another, then another, all within a week. The mm-hmm. most recent was episode 502 of Crow 777, speaking with Amanda Vollmer. Right. We've, I've never heard of Amanda Vollmer before, which sounds really interesting, and I was going to follow up on some of her stuff that she does. Yep. Anyways. When I researched the method on the internet, I found laughable videos and a lot of people calling those who did it quacks and other unkind names. <laughs> Weirdly enough, none of the podcasts or articles that we had come across while listening to our favorite interviewers and scientists appeared in those search results. I I tried to sneak up on the search and I just mm-hmm. did it. What is the chemical response? Of, I mean, I just typed every which mm-hmm. way I could think of to type it to get it to go to there. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, the closest I got was if you boil vinegar in your house, then it gets rid of the bad smells. Mm. Or the Chinese like to use it to antibiotic their spaces. Mm. Or if you do it, it's going to make a 
concentrated acid solution that burn right through your pan. I heard that. Mm-hmm. Or the fumes are fa- poisonous. I heard that. <laughs> but I also heard it's absolutely harmless. My mom's been doing it every week for the last, I don't know, as long as I've known her, cleaning out the coffee pot. <laughs> so it's like it there's was so, so much out there one tiny little whisper of chemtrails chemtrails or mm-hmm. clouds or the moisture of the atmosphere in Nothing. any way whatsoever right to me was <clears throat> this was doubly interesting it was also interesting the absence, that the absence of it right yes the absence the of absence, anything both the the way in which the people were making fun of these videos. Those were everywhere. Trolls, yeah, trolls everywhere. And the videos were the worst ones that you could possibly imagine somebody making. And then also the um, uh, the unkind names, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but also the research, the the, the results uh, the, from the search. Anyways, right. to me this was double interesting. It was also interesting that the people calling those who tried it out, kind of names, didn't try it out them or test the method out themselves. So they just went out and started um, insulting people, but they didn't even try it out. Even if they it's ridi- it even if it sounds ridiculous, I mean, the source of the claim is not ridiculous. No. So give it a, give it a, give it at least the benefit of let's well let's try it. I mean mm-hmm. I've heard of more silly things. Let's how hard is that? Let's boil a little bit of vinegar and see if anything happens. Yeah. They just troll the channels and post with similar identical comments to invalidate the method and make fun of the videos and photos and articles. Yeah. Yep. And many people I'm going to say probably a lot of people respond to that kind of ridicule as well. I'm not going to be ridiculous. I wouldn't even think of trying it. Mm. Yes, that's what those, yeah. I think they're clearly... It says, this clearly indicates to me that the nasty boys were trying to stop the method from becoming popular. Right. Because, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the natural response of a person when they hear somebody else being made fun of is like, I'm not going to try that. That's they're going to make fun of me. Yeah. And then what will happen? Jeez, and me trying it is ridiculous to myself. You know, I'm going to be so stupid <laughs> I mean, trying that out. <laughs> it's like, what, am I going to fall for this one? Yeah, sure. exactly. First of all, you're going to fall for chemtrails. Yes. And then you're going to fall for boiling yes. vinegar to fix it. Yes. What kind of ridiculous are you talking? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The people who I heard speak about it were super intelligent, able, capable individuals, not quacks at all. No, not quacks. At our online community sites, we sent out our homework to do the experiment and see what happened. We had before and after photos that were very, very impressive. The grey, white, milky fog that covered the skies was gone. The sky would either become deep blue or or if it was originally cloudy, it would turn the clouds a bright white or deep grey and start raining. Yeah, I one noticed person, that rain came. Yeah, one person reported that there had been no rain in the area in her area for a long time, and after she did the experiment, the rain clouds came formed and it rained. It's almost like getting our weather back, right? As it should mm-hmm. be. The report showed no more milky, high altitude fog, and this happened within an hour or two of each person doing the experiment, which is not something I actually haven't seen. Well, let's see. I personally hadn't seen the sky to be that deep blue in a long time. I remember thinking about that for like years now. It's like when I was a kid, you look up at the sky and it was a really deep blue. A deep blue. Even in England, you know, when the clouds parted and the sun came out, the the sky was deep blue. Anyways, I haven't seen that for a long time until the other day when we did this experiment. In the horizon, the chemtrails and milky mist were still there. 
To this mean, to me, this means that the effects of this experiment is localized. The clear skies were huge, but in the distance, the effects of chemtrails were still visible. Do you remember that one that we looked at above the Shamanchak where it, the jet went and it went above us and it was then it stopped? No, that was when we were on a and trip. Then it went again. No, in that Oregon. wasn't. No, oh, that was a. Yes. You're right. That was yes. at the rock, Smith Rock. Yes, Smith Rock. Yeah. 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 One of the scientists who did the experiment speculated about the reaction of acidic nature of the vinegar with the alkaline nature of heavy metals in the chemtrails. Another, a chemist who had researched in depth, explained it is an ionic hydrogen chain reaction. I don't know what that means, but that's what I said. <laughs> Whatever mechanism is at play, our call to action is observational in nature. We're just going to observe. Call to action. And this is you. This is so your this job. This is your job. Okay, it's not that hard. Use the method most suitable to your skill and living conditions. If you are in an apartment, for example, it might not be suitable to make a campfire. Probably. Right? <laughs> so one, get a gallon of distilled white vinegar and a pot that you can hold it to boil. Or a black pan to allow the sun to evaporate or an electric kettle or a humidifier. Something. Something. Two, boil, boil or mist the, or evaporate it outdoors. First part, you can yeah, use yeah, a yeah. kettle. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, boil, mist, or evaporated outdoors. I mean, I think that's pretty clear. Mm, not necessarily. Outside. Yes, outside. With you know, you can see the sky. Yes. Probably, and imagine there's a cone. You're starting with the ammonia that you're in, and the cone. You know, ammonia, up. honey. It's not ammonia. That's right. A vinegar. Yes. Imagine a vinegar. Very important. Do not, Do not boil, boil ammonia. ammonia. Okay. Boil vinegar. <laughs> vinegar. That's the fifth or tenth time you said that in our podcast. <laughs> so, so you take your vinegar and you boil it and imagine there's like a little cone of influence from there up into the sky, right? Mm -hmm. So if there's something in the way, maybe it messes with it. We don't know. Mm -hmm. But we did it in our experiment with a clear view of the sky. Yes. Yes. Anyways. For this part, you can use a kettle with about two inches of vinegar and refill it as it boils off. I just, and it's like... I, I just filled the whole thing up. The kettle? Oh, not the kettle. You're no, right. the I kettle, the people are having, having an issue because it boils over oh, when you use a kettle. That's right, so, that And we did too. We, yeah, that different day we used a kettle and it just boils like crazy and it boiled over. Although, two people in our experiment group, the first one... They used the cleaning vinegar, which is more concentrated, and they didn't find that it uh, boiled over at all. It just evaporated, which was kind of cool. The acetic acid boils at like 240 degrees-ish and water is at 212. So it must have something to do with how much of, each. of the acids in there compared mm -hmm. to water. I think so, yeah. Okay, so you <clears throat> or use a hot plate and pot to boil it in. Yeah, I made a little campfire. Yeah, We made a campfire to boil the pot... Be careful as the fire burns down, it doesn't spill it. Use a humidifier. I don't Put know if people know what those are, maybe. Humidifier? Yeah, the only one I saw we had in Alaska was quite a big machine. Oh, really? Oh, maybe they're talking about like a mister. Psst. Yeah, Put humidifier. Put the stuff in and then it psst, sprays it Yeah, out. exactly. Okay. Yeah, it's a mister, the humidifier. So when I used to visit Tucson, Tucson is very, very dry. I, they like the... Some days you'd wake up in humidity, air, like, measurement thingy. Like, it was, like, zero or something. <laughs> no, humidity no in, the air. in the air. I saw really straight hair in Tucson. Like, very, very kind of fashionable at the time. Um, but anyways, you buy something called a humidifier. They're not expensive. They usually sell them at chemist stores or supermarkets uh, with the chemist area. 
And um, you put your liquid in there, turn it on, and the mist comes out yep. into... You can use one of those, right? Okay, vaporizer kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, a vaporizer too. You can use that one of those. That, I think vaporizers use as heat, while the humidifier, I don't know what they use. <laughs> like a fan or... I don't know how it works. It, but the, the, the steam, the vapor that comes out of it is not um, hot. All right. So you put it out in the hot sun, or you can put it out in the hot sun in a black pan and let it evaporate. In other words, you want to make small particles of vinegar lift in the air through vapor or mist. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And three, take a before and after photograph and post it on our Telegram group. That would right? be great. Yes. Do this once a day for a week if possible. If not, then once a week this week is excellent. Once this week is excellent. And I'm looking forward to seeing all of those photos. So if you have plans to, like, start at the boil in the morning and then check it three or four hours later and take mm -hmm. another picture, that's cool. If you want to do a control experiment, you can take a picture when you would be planning to boil it mm -hmm. and then wait a few hours and take another picture so you can see what happens naturally in the day and compare yes. it to what happens when you boil vinegar in the day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're trying to remove as many variables as possible. But obviously, day to day, it's going to be different. We've yeah. had our experience of we boiled the vinegar when it was cloudy and rain. Oh, it wasn't raining, no. but it was cloudy. It was cloudy, and it was that foggy, foggy milky, nasty stuff on that you can't even see the cloud, the clouds properly. So, yeah, and it came out to thin the clouds and started to rain, and the sun popped out, mm -hmm. yeah. and things got brighter. The clouds were so bright. Right. And yes. so don't be afraid Almost if it's innocent. raining or something, you can go ahead and do it. Yes. And if it's cloudy, it's fine to go ahead and do it. Mm -hmm. And if it's blue skies, it's fine to go ahead and do it. And if yes. you see them spraying or what looks like they're spraying, it's great to do it. Mm -hmm. All of the things, give All it a try. Um, yeah. The only issue that there will be with your control experiment mm -hmm. is that if uh, you have friends who are boiling next to you, <laughs> it's going to mess up your control. Oh, that they're doing it too? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, you can use your memory. Yes. What's it like? Do well, you remember what it's like in the day, you know? You know, like, my memory is like, I look outside and I see that, like, milky, gray, foggy, white kind of thingy all over the sky. You can't really see the deep blue sky. And the other day when we did it, it was only like, we did it once when it was rain, uh, like, uh, cloudy. And the clouds became really bright. And then we did it one day when it was just chemtrails. The planes were going over like crazy. There was even circles as they turned around and came back yeah. in the in the like in the horizon. <clears throat> lots and lots. The whole place was covered. We did it then too. And on that it, on that day, the skies turned that deep blue. It was beautiful. I haven't seen that deep blue for a long time. Now the people have been doing, like, mixing it with the little metal things you stick, uh, the cloud busters, cloud you know. Busters, yeah. They are going to close busters or other things, other technologies. And I would say for this experiment, just stick with the vinegar to see what happens, right? And then, of course, you can, we can do combine another them and combine them it. and try different things and see what's more effective. Yep. Yeah. What we were listening to with Amanda, I think she had some form of a coil. What's that gardening? With yeah, the electrical they have garden, a, electroculture. Yeah, yeah, I think so. They have coiled up copper wire in their garden, yes. and that's supposed to, she say, affect the chemtrails. In her experience mm -hmm. too, and uh, 
I don't know. I know we had one of our one of our community had a cloud buster, and he put it out with the vinegar bar- mm-hmm. boiling. So I don't know the chem- I mean the chemtrail busters. A lot of people are having good results with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the mechanics of how it works, but I do know that incident that you mentioned when we were uh, traveling last week and we went to Smith Rock in Oregon. Yep. We were sitting down and we saw this massive chemtrail just, plane going past right above us. Just puffing like crazy. Puffing like crazy. And just as it was starting to come into our... Cone. Cone of field, right? Field yeah. above us. The chemtrail vanished, even though the plane was still going. And yes. then it went on to the other side and it, the, the, their Cone chemicals... Cone I guess you would say. Their cloudy chemtrails continued. Started again. So right above us, there was a section of no chemtrail, which was kind of cool. And that, you know, I don't know how that works either. I don't know how you know, so some things are energetic and co-creation, energy and all the things. But I know that the other day didn't matter that we were here, those guys were covered in those lines and aeroplanes were came, coming up Turning around, you could see the circle and then doing going for another go. Oh, the sky was really covered. Yeah, and then we did the vinegar experiment. And actually, we didn't get to boil much of it at all because we used the kettle and it keeps boiling over. And then we put it in a little pot and then we had to leave. So we had to switch it off. <laughs> so overall, I think probably about an inch, um, I don't know, maybe eight ounces of it got vaporized into the sky. But this blue that came out above us was amazing and all the lines you could see the lines all over the in the in the horizon you could see the lines still there but like a big 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 circle around us was was deep blue which it's it's pretty it's almost like poetic justice because think how much it costs to have a plane Spitting out that stuff, whether it's in the fuel or whatever is how whatever the I don't even know, I have no idea whether they I have a special plane make, to do it. I, make, I bet they're going to make um, distilled vinegar illegal now, huh? Well, they're probably <laughs> going to have a shortage of it. A shortage of it, the price will go up or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but it's acetic acid. You can buy it dried and mix it with water. I mean, it's it's really? such a common wow, yeah, I didn't it's know such that. a common thing. It's like I didn't know. It that. might be like the grocery store version is a little bit harder to get because all of a sudden 20 people are buying it instead of one mm-hmm. and you're buying six gallons instead of one you know yes. so the so the um, demand will be up higher in your area because yes. I mean how much vinegar is on the shelf there like six gallons maybe right, and right. we bought like six eight. gallons or eight gallons yeah. <clears throat> so it could be you have little shortages here and there but for a long-term thing, no. It's like dirt. Mm-hmm. It would be easy to have plenty of it. Okay, good. But that that would be the solution to the problem. I mean, that that little bit <laughs> of boiling vinegar costs you a dollar or something. And millions and millions of dollars. Covers millions of square miles worth of... <laughs> millions and millions of dollars used to chemtrail us. Right. Yeah, that's pretty do, funny. All you got to do is have your you and your friends boil some vinegar. Yes. Every now and again. Actually, I was thinking at least that's if you can do cool. once this Poetic. week. Yeah. Right. If you can do at least once this week, that would be great. Yeah. We plan to do it every day, and I was thinking we'll do it until the skies become blue, and then save the rest for the next day. 
Uh, you might take two, three gallons, or you might take half a gallon, or maybe eight ounces, or I don't know how long it's going to take. But when it's, well, it's sunny, right? And we get in all the chemtrails happening in the day and night over here right now. Um, yeah, that's my, my plan. And I'd enjoy, I'd like to invite everybody to do it that way too. But if all you can do is just get a little bottle from your local store. And put boil it in a bit your, of it. Yeah, in boil it in your kettle outside. That's, that's enough. That's good. That's what mm -hmm. we like to see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right. Well, I'm, uh, I can't wait to see the results. Me too. Especially with lots of people doing it, right? Yeah. Now, if you want a further exploration of this, uh, what we're going to talk about further, the second part of this podcast is on our Subscribestar channel. Oh, that's right. And uh, we usually have Ilya and Adelina Something, joining us yeah, with our amazing questions. Then they can tend to be a little skeptical of these little... Uh, not necessarily, no. Occasionally skeptical of the, you know, science... To make sure that the science falls through and things like that. Oh, that hasn't been my experience, but maybe we'll see, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> and uh, so we invite you to join us for the second part of this podcast. Go to the subscribestar.com website, search for Inelia, and you'll find us there. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah. And the, just for the second hour, it's like eight bucks a month or something. Super cheap. Yeah. And you get all of the second hours um, on on the podcast. Yep. Plus uh, a uh, once a week after show. Oh, that's right. There's like an after party for the podcasts there yeah. too. So you gather up and oh, have yeah. a chat, meet people who've listened yeah. to it, and yeah. talk to each other. Mm -hmm. I'm usually there. Yeah. Ashley's there. Yes. Usually a handful of uh, people, five, ten, fifteen people. We kind of like just talk about what we talked about. Yeah. And share our experiences. Yeah. yeah. Also, a great opportunity to add your own questions and ideas from future podcasts. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes. All right. See you there. Okay. Well, we'll see you there and we'll see you in a few minutes. Yes. Or actually a seconds. few seconds. Tum, One. There it is. <laughs> is it? <laughs> it's not yet, honey. No. It's okay. now. It's now. Okay. Okay. Love you. Love you. <laughs>